You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Take Me Home, the show that helps a lonely animal have a second chance at a new life, a home, a family, someone to play with, and someone to love. Join host Susan Daffron as she talks to guests from animal shelters and rescues about some of their favorite adoptable pets. These pets might be diamonds in the rough that may have been overlooked, but still need a great loving home. We'll shine the light on these pets and share their personalities, quirks, and stories with you. The goal of Take Me Home is to promote happy adoptions. We'll showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Here's your host, Susan Daffron. Welcome to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, the founder of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals. Thank you for listening. Today we have Tamara Martin from the Black Hat Humane Society in St. John's, Arizona. We're going to be talking about a dog named Grace who's available for adoption. We'll be right back with Tamara after these messages. Take Me Home. We'll be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes right after these messages. Stay tuned. Do you love your dog? Then you'll love feeding him mouth-watering, all-natural treats, lovingly handmade by a professional caterer who wanted the very best for her dogs. Make no mistake about it, these are not ordinary dog treats. These are doggy delights, like breakfast banana biscotti, honey bear peanut butter balls, yummy apple cinnamon mini cakes, and so much more. Your dog will howl in delight. And now you can get a scrumptious sample pack by going to dingersdogtreats.com. It's a $25 value, yours for just $9.95 through this special radio offer. That's D-I-N-G-E-R-S, dingersdogtreats.com. Every one of these gourmet doggy treats is handmade from the finest ingredients and taste tested on our own dogs. Your dog will love them. Get $25 worth of doggy delights now for just $9.95. Go to dingersdogtreats.com now. That's D-I-N-G-E-R-S, dingersdogtreats.com. Yum. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From ski drawing and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. Take Me Home is back. And there's a pet waiting just for you. Welcome back to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. My name is Susan Daffron, and today I'm talking with Tamara from the Black Hat Humane Society in Arizona. 
we're going to be talking about a dog named Grace. Thanks for joining me. Tell me a little bit about the Black Hat Humane Society and what you guys do. Hi. Uh, yeah, thanks, Susan, for having me on. Black Hat Humane Society uh, started on the Navajo Reservation, which, of course, it still is, in uh, 2001. It started as a group of foster homes. Uh, there were a lot of people on the Navajo Reservation, an area about the size of West Virginia, that were taking stray dogs into their homes, getting their vaccinations, getting them spayed and neutered, and then trying to find them homes, all on their own. And uh, we decided to kind of get these people organized and feeling we could do more together than we were doing on our own. Mm-hmm. And that's how Black Hat came to, into existence. We're still just a small group of foster homes after eight years uh, because we feel this is the best way to rescue, rehabilitate, socialize an animal is to have it in with the family uh, before adoption. Uh, we don't have a shelter. We, we don't want a shelter, ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, that adds a whole other level of complexity. So, <laughs> uh-huh. Well, a shelter can rescue more in the way of numbers, but we feel that our rescues, they're, they're just quality, adoptable dogs and cats mm-hmm. because of the way they've been socialized in their, in their foster home. That's good, though, to know that something's working and be satisfied with it and just keep going with what's working for you and your group. Yeah, we have about 20 foster homes at any given time. Some come, some go, some just keep going, going, going. And we manage to rescue, stay and neuter, and rehome permanently about 300 animals a year this way. That's great. There's so, some shelters that probably don't have those numbers, so <laughs> good <right>. for you. <laughs> right. So tell me a little bit about Grace, the chow we're talking about well, today. Yeah, Grace is a three-year-old spade, housebroken, female, blonde chow. She was found wandering alone in downtown L.A. when she was about six months of age. Both of her eyes had been surgically removed. No one knows why. Of course, she can't talk and tell us. Whether it was disease, trauma, some kind of fiendish experiment, um, anyway... She was taken in uh, by a rescue group, and then she was passed on from rescue group to rescue group. She was in kennels uh, for a number of years. Now she's three years old. She's been with me in my home for six months now. We've really tried, my whole family has tried to really socialize her, make her the best dog she can be. She had a lot of uh, behaviors from being in the kennel for so long. She Whenever she gets stressed out, she'd go run around in circles or she'd attack her, her bed. I mean, she just had no, I guess they took her for walks, but she just had no, no one to play with, no one to interact with. Mm-hmm. So she started, you know, like people in solitary confinement probably do, just get a little weird. <laughs> too. But now she is, uh, oh, she's, she's comfortable being in the house. She likes to come in and sleep on the couch. She sleeps in our bedroom at night in a crate. She loves to be petted and brushed. She goes for car rides with me. I try to get her out, like, to the local flea market where people can pet her. She loves people. I mean, that's her saving grace, no pun intended. She is not good with other animals, which is her downfall. So she needs to go to a home where she can have her own person or people, but really no other animals. She has to be the only dog, Mm -hmm. which would suit her just fine. She is just a real people person. She can... She just never gets enough attention, petting, walks. We take her for a mile walk in the morning and a mile walk in the evening because, as 
I think you said in one of your books, a tired dog is a well-behaved dog. Yeah. So what is uh, Grace's personality like? I mean, other than loving people, which is definitely a given, it sounds like. She's a happy, curious dog, despite being blind. And and she's a normal dog in every other way. Most of the blind dogs that I've worked with have quickly adopted another animal as a companion. And this animal kind of becomes the eyes of that dog. Mm -hmm. Now, with Grace, we have a different situation because she's unwilling to let other animals into her space. So uh, I had to become her eyes, and, and we had to learn how to walk together with me a little bit ahead, so she follows a little bit behind, so she knows I'm not going to take her anywhere that's unsafe for her. She has learned some commands, like careful means, you know, we're coming up to something, slow down. Uh, she knows the word steps, because in case we're going up or down steps, she stops and feels for them. <laughs> um, she knows the word enough, because... When I'm done brushing her, she wants more. When I'm done petting her, she wants more. And she has to learn that's enough. We're, we're done now. Yeah. She's <laughs> to death. Come on, come on, come on. She, she um, is really outgoing with people. She'll, anybody can pet her. You know, there's none of the sniffing, I'm not sure about you thing. She knows instantly that humans are there for her, for her enjoyment. <laughs> well, that's kind of great yeah. considering her background and how many how many places she was shuffled around mm-hmm. in and, and being in a kennel, because that's definitely not always the case with dogs that have spent a whole lot of time in kennels or in shelters. Mm-hmm. They they sometimes get, you know, kind they of... They almost want to be alone. Because exactly. They know, and they, uh, everything is frightening to them, but we've really tried to expose her to a, a large number of, of unusual situations. We have horses, llamas, and a donkey, and... Uh, cats, and we try to, you know, have her around these things, getting in and out of the car, going different places, walking in and out of obstacles, mm-hmm. learning to trust whoever is with her. She needs to learn to trust when she's on the leash that that person's going to uh, keep her from harm. Just the opposite of seeing eye dog does with a blind person. Exactly, you're you're the human eye dog or yeah, something right. uh, something like that. Yeah. I thought about making or getting her one of those harnesses that the uh, the blind have. Yeah, that might help steer her a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When we're out walking in close situations. Mm-hmm. Right now we live in the country, and so it's this no, has been a yeah. good environment for her. She she has a lot of freedom to explore on her own. We have an acre fenced in in the back for her only, so she has you know, lots of room to run. And she, so she's, she knows every little corner of that and every tree, and they quickly learn their surroundings, a dog with a handicap. Exactly. Okay, we'll be back with Tamara after these messages from our sponsors. Take Me Home. We'll be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes right after these messages. Stay tuned. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet, 
For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So, get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. Take Me Home is back, and there's a pet waiting just for you. We're back with Tamara from the Black Hat Humane Society in Arizona. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, and we're talking about a dog named Gracie. If you were able to describe the perfect home for Grace, what would it be like? Hmm, the perfect home for Gracie would be probably a family with older children, because younger children don't always understand dog animal behavior they're Mm -hmm. learning their own behavior yeah and a place where she could uh, get lots of exercise Um, I I can go jogging with Gracie at my side she could probably be tethered to uh, a bicycle and run it run next to a bicycle Mm -hmm. she's very trusting when she's on the leash because of the training we've given her Mm -hmm. so she's not you wouldn't be restricted from taking her anywhere the only problem would be is if she came upon another animal and she knows to sit, stay, she doesn't just jump on another animal, but, but we don't want any kind of confrontation. Mm-hmm. So that's why a house without other pets would be suitable. She likes to go swimming. She has her toys uh, that she plays with. She likes to play tug-of-war. You can uh, hide toys and she'll find them. There's a lot of games you can play with blind dogs. The original hide and seek. Yeah, really. <laughs> you don't have to close your eyes. So, what type of uh, personality of of the human would be an ideal person to care for Gracie? Well, probably someone who's familiar with some of the up to date behavioralist techniques, like Cesar Milan and uh, some of the Brian Kilcommon, some of the the other dog trainers. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of patience. Uh, you have to let any dog, whether they're they can see or not know that you're the leader, and that takes a big burden off of them. They know they can look to you for safety, to tell them the right things to do, for food. They're not going to have to get their own food. They also want to be with a pack. Now, a pack doesn't have to be other animals. The pack can be your family. And that's why we have Gracie in our bedroom at night, because all of our dogs are there with us, not on the bed, of course, but they're 
different positions around the room, and she's in her crate, so she feels very secure at night being with her pack. And when we're outside, we have Gracie's in her yard, but there's, you know, just a, a wire fence so she can smell and, and talk with, so to speak, the other, with the other animals uh, here. And so she still feels like she's part of a group. Mm-hmm. So that would be important, too. Um, just a lot of patience, having people to call, uh, some good trainers on hand for advice, a couple good books. We, we would probably supply them with. There's lots of DVDs out there on training, of course. Yeah. Now, and uh, it seems to be uh, there are some, some pretty set rules as far as interacting with a, a dog nowadays. And the, one, the first thing, of course, is, is that you need to be the pack leader. Mm-hmm. So you control the resources. You control the migrations, which would be your walks. You go out the door first, and then they go. You know, mm-hmm. You're going out to make sure there's no danger out there. Things like that. You decide when they eat. Yeah, I think that uh, people underestimate the impact of you being in control of the resources. Like you have to make the dog has to sit before they're allowed to eat. Mm-hmm. They have to wait at the door and things like that. It seems really simple and kind of silly to people, but to dogs, it's it's amazing. And I would expect that with a a blind dog having that sense of security is even more important. Right. They need to feel that calm assurance from you that um, yeah. you're in charge, everything's okay, as long as they follow the rules of the mm-hmm. pack. It's very important, too, not to make a big fuss over them, especially with a handicapped dog. It's the worst thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Because then they think, oh, um, uh, I must be in charge. Exactly. These people are fawning all over me. I must be the alpha dog. And they then they get confused and they don't know what to do and yeah that's a path you don't want to go down. So when you walk in the door after being coming home from the store, you don't get down on your knees and go. Yeah. Your dogs. You walk in. You set down your groceries. You go about your business for a few minutes and then you acknowledge them quietly. Mm-hmm. And that's how an alpha dog would would do when it comes back to the pack after hunting or bringing food back for the for the pack. It gets to eat first. Mm-hmm. Um, the other dogs make a fuss about him. I mean, my dogs can make all the fuss they want about me, but I'm, I don't acknowledge them until about five minutes have passed. Yeah, exactly. So does Gracie have any types of quirks or habits other than being a total love muffin that a new owner should know about before adopting? Well, sometimes loud noises startle her. Oh, yeah. Uh, you'd think being in a kennel for over a year and a half uh, before she came to me would have gotten her used to loud noises and clangs and barks and everything but yeah she was used to those noises but um, she hadn't heard a thunderstorm before oh yeah Uh, she hadn't been out on the street when a tractor comes by like it happens out here in the country so those are all new things Mm -hmm. the thing to do is with any new noise or situation is remain calm and relay that calmness to the dog. So when we're out walking and a tractor rolls by with all that diesel smoke and stuff, we just we just pause. She sits, and I talk to her, distract her, while that distraction passes by, and then we go on. Mm-hmm. I make it. I'm not upset, so you shouldn't be upset. And that's what a leader does. Exactly. Okay. Well, these are all. I mean, it sounds like Gracie has had a really wonderful start as far as establishing trust and 
and getting actually it sounds like a tremendous amount of training so someone would be getting a dog that's really had just you guys have done so much work with her it's really kind of wonderful to hear about considering her rocky beginning yeah Um, uh, oh you know 10 years ago this dog probably would have been euthanized oh for sure but uh, I think there's someone out there that uh, has the love and patience to give this dog it would it would be a wonderful relationship here in our house we have our own dogs there's foster dogs and cats coming and going everything's always a little bit unsettled and uh, I think just to have a normal routine yeah uh, is really important for any dog and for a blind dog that has uncertainties about the world uh, it would be very important Okay, well, we're out of time, and I'd like to thank our guests and our producers for making this show possible. For more information about Grace, you can find her information on the Black Hat Humane Society website, which is at www.rezdog.petfinder.org. If you're involved in rescue, check out all the great benefits you can receive as a member of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals at www.naprp.com. If you would like to feature your pets on Take Me Home, just click the contact link on the site to get in touch with us. Transcripts of this show or any other show on the Pet Life Radio Network are available at PetLifeRadio.com. Just click the Take Me Home link. If you have any questions or comments about this show, please email me at susand at petliferadio.com. So until next time, if you or anyone you know is considering getting a pet, please consider the adoption option and save a life. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a -a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, Your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take Me Home every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.